0: Welcome to Unfolding Words. This is Episode 29, Every Place is Holy Ground. I'm your host, Tracia Moorings, and every week I come to share biblical truth that offers light for your walk and life for your soul. So if you listen consecutively, last week I mentioned that it was Episode 27, and this is just proof that life has been hectic lately. So that was actually Episode 28 last week. This is episode 29. It's been a string of extraordinarily ordinary busy days lately. So this week we had ballet rehearsal for the six-year-old, art class for the oldest, science class for the two littles. Since we homeschool, we outsourced some classes. Then there was dinner prep, dance recital, dress rehearsal, followed by an early morning wake-up call on Saturday for a ballet dance recital, immediately followed by Christmas production rehearsal for the oldest, lunch, and then right back to church for evening service, where my oldest son serves in the children's ministry. So most days are busy like this, and they include a myriad of tasks, laundry, homeschool, errands, grocery shopping, work, making dinner, rinse, repeat. And it's easy to get exasperated and overwhelmed with the daily routines. There's mounds of laundry with three kids and the piles of dirty dishes. There's the discipline that has to be doled out daily. But, you know, God never designed these everyday tasks to be a burden for us. Colossians 3 verses 23 through 24 in the ESV say, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward you are serving the Lord Christ. Sacred days are not just confined to Sunday. God's presence and his purpose can be seen in every moment of every day. And God offers us grace to do the mundane things that can wear us out. Every toilet cleaned, every meal cooked, and every correction made is an act of service in God's eye and one that does not go unnoticed. I'm talking to all of you moms out there who know how hard it can be to get burdened down with these everyday tasks. So I'm not just working for my family when I do these things. I'm actually serving the Lord. Elizabeth Elliot, a well-known writer and speaker who passed away a few years ago and actually one of my favorites, I really consider her a mentor. If you follow the podcast for any length of time, you know that I quote her a lot, but she has a quote that says, the routines of housework and of mothering may seem as a kind of death. And it is appropriate that they should be, for they offer the chance, day after day, to lay down one's life for others. Then they are no longer routines. By being done with love and offered up to God with praise, they are thereby hallowed as the vessels of the tabernacle were hallowed, not because they were different from other vessels in quality or function, but because they were offered to God. A mother's part in sustaining the life of her children And making it pleasant and comfortable is no triviality. It calls for self-sacrifice and humility. But it is the route, as was the humiliation of Jesus, to glory. In our tasks at home, we're serving and we're sacrificing. So most parents, you know, they want their children to serve them. But serving them provides a model for them, a real-life example of what service to God looks like. So most of our lives are made up of the mundane. If we are to live entirely for God's glory, then the majority of our waking time, we should dedicate it daily to the mundane tasks. And these demands should be looked at as sacred, as time we spend worshiping with the Lord. So to do this, we have to be able to discern the presence of God and his purpose in our everyday lives. And this can be a challenge because we're used to finding God in the hours that we've set aside during the week for church service, Bible study, or maybe you're Even your own personal devotion time. We tend to take everyday activities for granted because of their sameness and their repetition. It's easy to come to the conclusion that since we find nothing extraordinary in the ordinary, it has no spiritual value. And as a result, many of us look for extraordinary experiences to worship God in our limited free moments. We're chasing after a spiritual high of sorts. And by doing this, we put too much of our Christian life into the category of the unusual and we overlook the valuable sacred dimension of everyday life. We have to use our discernment to see that our everyday lives are sacred space fit for the master's use. So when I view mundane acts in this light, the kitchen becomes holy ground. So does the laundry room and every other area where I'm tempted to think it's simply drudge work. When offered to God, even the everyday tasks can be holy. It's hard to think of them that way. But when you think about how God manages his kingdom, it's an upside down kingdom. So that's the same way we have to look at these everyday tasks. Mopping floors is ministry. I know you're like, are you serious? (laughs) It sounds ludicrous. And it felt especially ludicrous to me as I mopped floors this weekend, only to find them dirtied up again by three sets of little feet. But Bless God, those little feet are still here to dirty the floor. They're still here alive and breathing. It's all about perspective, right? And I take pleasure in the thought that I get to provide a clean, stable, and loving home for them. That's really an honor that God has given me. And it's an honor that many women want but cannot have. Every act of service is counted worthy. In God's eyes, and this small shift in perspective has changed my grumbling into holy wonder. God sees every little act of service and sacrifice I do, and He honors it. The same for you. I have a sign above my sink that says, Divine service is conducted here three times daily. It's just a simple reminder for me that the dirty dishes, the cooking, all of it is a divine service and a privilege to take care of the precious souls that God has loaned me. All of these tasks also serve as a reminder of the blessings that lead to all of the work, the blessings of food to cook and food eaten, leading to dishes that need to be washed. The work is a gift and the people who cause the work are a gift. It can be hard to see housework or tending to children as a gift, especially when you're in the thick of it, especially those baby and toddler years when you're chasing after them, cleaning up messes, changing dirty diapers. But remember. You're called to be faithful where you are, not where you want to be. And soon enough, those little feet will soon be grown and out of your home. Let me share one more quote by Elizabeth Elliot. She says, this job, speaking of motherhood, and you can insert anything, whether it's motherhood, being a wife, being a husband, being employee, you can insert that there. This job has been given me to do. Therefore, it is a gift. Therefore, it is a privilege. Therefore, it is an offering I may make to God. Therefore, it has to be done gladly if it is done for him. Here, not somewhere else, I may learn God's way. In this job, not in some other way, God looks for faithfulness. Many of us, me included, fall into that faulty belief that ministry begins only when we perform a specific type of church-related work or, better yet, when we're divinely called into a full-time paid ministry position in the church we have to remember that the task, those who we offer sacrifices to, and the energy used for the task, they're all sacred and they're all holy. God doesn't overlook any of it. Author Tish Harrison Warren wrote in her book, Liturgy of the Ordinary, Sacred Practices in Everyday Life, but when we use our bodies for their intended purpose in gathered worship, raising our hands or singing or kneeling or in our average day sleeping or Savoring a meal, or jumping, or hiking, or running, or having sex with our spouse, of kneeling in prayer, or nursing a baby, or digging a garden. It is glorious, as glorious as a great cathedral being used, just as its architect had dreamt it would be. When I brush my teeth, I am pushing back, in the smallest of ways, the death and chaos that will inevitably overtake my body. I am dust polishing dust, and yet, I am not only dust. When God formed people from the dust, He breathed into us, through our lips and teeth, His very breath. So I will fight against my body's fallenness. I will care for it as best I can, knowing that my body is sacred and that caring for it and for the other bodies around me is a holy act. I'll hold on to the truth that my body, in all of its brokenness, is beloved and that one day it will be, like the resurrected body of Christ glorious. Brushing my teeth, therefore, is a nonverbal prayer, an act of worship that claims the hope to come. Didn't she nail that message of how even a mundane task as simple as brushing our teeth can be in glorious act of worship? So today, if you have an attitude about washing those dishes, as I often do, take a different look at the act set before you. Look at it as a chance to serve those around you, and to model service for the little people who may be in your life looking to you. Change your perspective and see what God wants you to see when it comes to finding holy ground in every place in your life. I pray that you were encouraged by this message today. I thank you so much for listening to the Unfolding Words podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you'd share the episode with a friend or share it on social media with the hashtag Unfolding Words. Please join me next week for another edition of the podcast. And may God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you. Thank you.